insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more before it's too late. And welcome back to Little Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. Uh, you can also join us in the YouTube chat. Just go to liberaldanradio.com, and that will bring you to the YouTube channel. And join us in the chat. If you do want to call uh, the show, please make sure to uh, leave your uh, name, area code in the YouTube chat just to make sure I can know who you are, just to do a little bit of pre-screening. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio and do want to call in, just and you're in the Blog Talk Radio chat, just head on over to the YouTube chat. We only utilize one chat over here, although actually we do actually now use two because we also are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Liberal Day and Radio as well. If you've not followed me over there uh, in the race to become affiliate in under a month, we are looking for 23 more followers. So if you've not followed me over at Twitch, again, twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. Uh, if you don't have an account, go make an account and give me a follow. If you already made an account, make another account. Use another email account. Follow me over there with the second one as well. You don't have to use it. You just have to follow me. Um, <laughs> I guess I could make 17 of my own or whatever, however many I need. But, you know, that's that's tedious, I suppose. <laughs> Anywho. So, but I, 23 more followers, and that'll get me to where we need to go, because this is the last show that I would need to do to have the eight minimum broadcast. I have enough hours broadcasted in the last 30 days, and I have enough uh, watchers, viewers per hour, per on average, to be able to get there as well. So we could probably get there soon if we only get the 23 more followers that we have left to go. So that's the best way at this moment to support the show. Other ways you could support the show... Go share other videos, comment on videos, like videos, like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, since we're a partner now on YouTube, you can go ahead and uh, do super chats, super stickers, you know, become a member, be a liberal Danimal or up or above. You can also uh, just Venmo me at liberal Dan or you could buy me a cider. You go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, and it'll send a little message here in the, in the window up here 
say that you've bought me a cider, or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. Both ways will get you there. Or you can become a Liberal Dan Radio patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan, or patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way will get you there as well. And you can support the show monthly for as little as $5. Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> Got the... Uh, most of the overhead out of the way. Got a got a bunch of a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Um, where to start? We'll we'll give some more uh, viewers time to, before we get into the real meat of the show. It, it was an interesting uh, thing that I read on the news uh, earlier or previously. Uh, coming from Baltimore originally, um, I'm very used to the idea of salting the roads when it was when there's going to be ice on the roads. So very used to the idea of salting roads. The idea is not foreign to me. Uh, but when uh, they were talking about what they were going to do in Louisiana, when it came to uh, dealing with the potential of icy roads, uh, they were not planning to salt the roads. They were mixing the salt with water and creating a brine. And in Louisiana, they were going to brine the roads. So not only in Louisiana uh, do we want to uh, just make sure that the roads aren't slippery, we want to make sure that the roads are flavorful, apparently, as well, uh, when we have a hard freeze going on. So there's that. Well, we, can't, we can't help ourselves but to, uh, to, to do that, to, to uh, brine the roads, to, to let, the, I guess, let the flavor seep in to the roads, so to speak. So... Yes, calcium chloride. It's a different type of salt. It's not sodium. It's not NaCl, like the normal type of table salt. But still, um, there was, you always have, the last time we had freeze, we had a freeze, um, you know, we had Zatarans, which is, you know, Cajun seasoning down here. You have crawfish boil, which has salt in it. Uh, so, like, people were asking on the news, can if we don't have regular um, salt for the roads, can, well, can Zatarans be used in a pinch? Uh, people usually up north will chain their tires for ice storms and snowstorms. There are lots of memes going around of people taking Mardi Gras beads and wrapping them around their tires uh, just to, in case they have to deal with snow. So lots, lots of funny memes of people down here not being able to, do it, to handle the weather. And there's me. You know, I'm sitting there, and I've driven in much, much worse than what we got. I mean, there was some minor ice on the road, nothing nothing that I haven't dealt with before. But uh, was I going to go out on the roads and do anything the last couple of days? Hells no. Why? Not because I don't know how to deal with it, but because the other idiots on the road don't know how to deal with it. And I wasn't going to put myself next to those people. People in Louisiana are bad, bad enough drivers as it is. And especially the people with Texas license plates. For some reason, the people with Texas license plates who are driving in Louisiana are the worst drivers. Maybe the people in Texas kicked all of those drivers out of Texas and said, no, you suck. You have to leave our state, go to Louisiana, go somewhere else. You can't stay here. So those people all came to Louisiana and because they weren't welcome in Texas anymore. Maybe that's why they're here. I don't know why, but for some reason, the people with Texas license plates are the worst drivers in Louisiana, and I don't want to see anybody of any one of those Texas license plate cars anywhere near an ice patch, because that's going to be nasty AF. 
And I said that specifically uh, because I didn't even know that Cynthia from Texas was coming into the chat, but I said that specifically because I didn't want to insult our friend Cynthia from Texas or anyone else who lives in Texas who might be a good driver who lives in Texas. Because you never know. Maybe, 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 again, they just kicked out all the bad drivers and sent them to us. But, you know, who can blame them? Let's see. So, hello, Cynthia. Hello, Dawn. Um, let's see. Did, did I miss a comment? I'm trying to see if I missed a comment. Or just if someone was looking at Jackie. I don't know. One hand on their guns, one hand on the wheel. Which gun? I don't know. Oh, my. Um, Real Bill P is 14 Fahrenheit now, wind chill 18 below. It's still supposed to get hit freezing tonight, like right at 32 here. Um, for some reason, um, which is interesting, uh, usually I say that the cold here is bitter and not, and, and not much harder to take. For some reason, it wasn't as humid. It wasn't as wet outside as it usually is when it's cold down here. And I was actually—I actually went out in shorts to go deal with the, to go deal with the uh, tarps over my wife's plants. So I was, I was actually fine. Like I, I, you know, being from up north and everything, I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. And we, um, we got a pool during the pandemic because we didn't want to go anywhere. So we wanted to make sure that we had something to do. The kids could play, and so we got a pool. And I'm, I'm convinced that we had a leak. Uh, so I normal we've never winterized the pool. There's always been something that's gotten in the way of us winterizing the pool. So this year, I was just going to see, let the pool, if there was a leak, I was going to let the pool leak. And, and the pool water had gotten down a good bit. And I was like, all right, well, let me just see if the pool water, like, if, let the pool water get down a bit. And maybe when it stops leaking, I'll be able to go check and see if there is one of those things so I can see if I can maybe get a, some sort of patch of some sort and then fix that maybe patch it so i don't have to replace the entirety of the liner maybe best case scenario <laughs> so of course before all of this cold weather came in we had huge rainstorms and it filled up a bunch and i'm like damn it so and meanwhile it's gotten green and nasty and funk and so I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't. I mean, so and then all of a sudden it's like, well, if you have a pool, you need to run your your pool filter because otherwise you might damage your pool filter if it freezes. Great. So I had to actually fill my pool before it hit freezing, so that I could make sure that I could run the filter while so it didn't break. So I'm like, well, since I'm at it and we already have green water, let me go ahead and shock the pool and do pool maintenance in 40 degree weather. And then, of course, a pine cone got down in the thing because I was trying to get the get all the stuff out of there. And when I pulled the thing out, a pine cone got stuck. So to sit there and start jamming the thing out, the, it was a pain. But I got it all fixed and uh, I, I shocked the pool. It was all fun. It's all fun and games for someone loses an eye or whatever, then it's just fun. Gibson Media. Oh, there you go, Gibson Media. Global warming. Uh, global warming is about climate change. It's not about temperature change. Uh, go look up the old episode of Mr. Wizard. 
Uh, if you remember Mr. Wizard from back in the day, I always point at this to talk about how science is not always as intuitive as one might think. Um, there was a, there was a episode of Mr. Wizard where you had two containers of the two ice cubes, two ice cube trays, I should say. And in one ice cube tray, they put cold water. And in one ice cube tray, they put warm water. And Mr. Wizard asked the kid on the show, which one of these do you think is going to freeze the fastest? And the kid is like, well, the cold water, because it's closer to freezing. And they put the, they put them in the freezer. As it turned out, the warmer water froze more quickly, which is not necessarily intuitive to somebody. So there's that. Also, if you think the, the best way to get, if you have a warm water in a pitcher and you have a bunch of ice on top, the best way to, the best way to cool, to get that coldness into the pitcher is to stir it up, which means you're adding energy. Energy is heat. You add energy to the system, which disperses the, the coldness of the ice and it melts that ice and it gets that cold water into the entirety of the system. So if you have global warming, which means you add heat to the system, it could cause the ice caps to melt, thus causing that cold, the, what used to be ice, water, to come into the system, thus cooling the rest of the planet, which is how you get a cooling effect from global warming. And this has been my TED Talk. So there you go. Bow. <laughs> anyway. Let's see. Someone who has played hockey, the Zamboni uses hot water. Yes. I want to ride the Zamboni. If anybody has, you know, been not been to a hockey game, that's a song. Um, but yes, they use hot water on the Zamboni, not cold water. Um, what's up? What's up, Teresa? How's it going? Um, the SNL skit science room with Jason Sudeikis is hilarious. I mean, any skit, usually most skits with Jason Sudeikis were hilarious. Um, <laughs> Cynthia from Texas, I'm dreaming of a cruel, cruel summer. Gonna get, I would get copyright flagged if I could sing the song well. Um, but anyway, point being is that too many times you have, uh, conservatives who will not embrace science, who will mock scientists and not want to want to embrace, you know, what scientists are saying. And that's how we ended up with a lot of people dying in a pandemic that shouldn't have died, uh, because people listen to Donald Trump instead of listening to scientists, um, and people listening, people listening to, uh, uh, people listening to, like, oh, let's, let's put disinfectant into the body and put sunlight into the body. You know, that brilliant man, so to speak. Anywho, it would be hilarious if someone give if someone randomly gifted a, a membership and it happened to go to it happened to go to Joe Gibson. <laughs> I would crack up if that happened. Um, <laughs> anyway, 
Um, I do appreciate everybody who has gifted membership so far and everybody who's given super chat so far. Y'all are awesome, and I appreciate y'all bunches. Anywho, so let's talk about some of the stuff going on uh, else otherwise in the news. Uh, we have a bill from was it eight days ago. Let me let me pull up this article. Um, Florida bill would make it defamation to accuse somebody of racism, sexism, homophobia, or trans and, and trans. I mean, the article says and transphobia. So that would be interesting. So. So the wording of the title says to accuse somebody of racism, sexism, homophobia, and transphobia. So it's defamation to accuse somebody of all of them. The software developer in me says that, that it, it wouldn't be a defamation if you only accuse them of one. It would only be defamation if you accuse them of all four. A properly worded article title would be, it would be defamation to accuse somebody of racism, sexism, homophobia, or transphobia. Um, a bill introduced in Florida Senate will make a defamation to accuse somebody of racism. Uh, oh, here we go. In, in the text of the article, racism, sexism, homophobia, or transphobia, but there's no Oxford comma, so they're, they're, they're terrible writers, um, which would total the freedom of speech in the Sunshine State. SB 1780, so we'll pull that up. Um, bill text. Let's see. We're going to bring this down here. Can we make it? Let's make this larger. Let's zoom. That's too big. It's not what she said. Um, <laughs> let's just, instead of reading the article, let's just read the bill text instead. Because, you know, can't trust the media, right? Um, alternate. There we go. Let's bring that back up, that back up. All right. A bill to be entitled, an act relating to defamation, false light, and unauthorized publication of name, likeness, amending, blah, 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 providing provisions. Journalist privilege do not apply to defamation claims when defendant is professional journalist or media entity. Uh, amending, defining the term defamation or privacy tort, yada, 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 yada. Being enacted by the legislature of the state of Florida, Section 1, uh, at journalist privilege, this section does not apply to defamation claims brought under Chapter 770 when a defendant is a professional journalist or media entity. For Section 2, Section 770.05 Florida Statutes is amended to read, limitation of choice of venue, as is used in this chapter, the term defamation or privacy tort refers to libel, slander, false light, invasion of privacy, or any other tort founded upon any single publication, exhibition, or utterance, such as any one edition of a newspaper book or magazine, or any presentation to an audience, or any one broadcast of a radio, television, any one exhibition of a motion picture, or any one publication, exhibition, or utterance on the internet, editing any form of media so that it attributes or something false or leads a reasonable viewer to believe something false about a plaintiff may give rise to defamation claim or privacy tort. A person may not have more than one choice of venue for damages for any defamation or privacy tort, um, notwithstanding any other provision of chapter or any other statute providing for venue when damages for defamation are based on material published through radio, blah, 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 
Damages for defamation are based on material published through the internet. Venue is proper in any county in the state. Um, Section 7709 is created to read application cost attorney fees, blah, blah, blah. That's not it. Um, limitation of judicial termination of a public figure. A person may not be considered a public figure for purposes of establishing a defamation or privacy tort claim if his or her fame or notoriety arises solely from one or more of the following, uh, defending him or herself from public, publicity, pub, publicly against accusations, granting an interview on a specific topic, public employment other than elected office or appointment by an elected official, a video image or statement uploaded on the internet that reaches a broad audience. Uh, 770.1. So basically you, you're not a, you're not a public official. If you're, um, if you are uh, in public office, but not elected, I guess, um, clarifying defamation standards, a fact finder shall for actual malice for purpose of a defamation action. When the defamatory allegation is fabricated by the defendant is the product of his or her imagination or is based wholly or on unverified anonymous report. An allegation is so inherently implausible. Uh, there are obviously obvious reasons to doubt the veracity of the defamatory allegation or accuracy. I mean, so far, okay. Uh, there is sufficient contrary evidence that was known to, or should have been known to the defendant after reasonable investigation or the report is inherently improbable or implausible, or the defendant willfully failed to validate, corroborate, or otherwise verify the defamatory allegation. The allegation that the defendant, that the plaintiff has discriminated against another person or group because of their race, sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity constitutes defamation per se. A defendant cannot prove the truth of an allegation of a discrimination with respect to a sexual orientation or gender identity by citing a plaintiff's constitutionally protected religious expression and beliefs. A defendant cannot prove the truth of an allegation of discrimination with respect to sexual orientation or gender identity by citing a plaintiff's scientific beliefs. A prevailing plaintiff for allegations under this subsection is, in addition to all other damages, entitled to statutory damages of at least 35 grand. So if somebody just claims, this is my religious belief, uh, therefore, I hate gay people, then I can't say in Florida that such a person is uh, is a homophobe. Otherwise, thank you, Jackie, that I can't say that that person is a homophobe or else I can be sued for 35 grand. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Hey, Carla, how's it going, doing? Thank you. I appreciate Hal for sending you. <laughs> Let's see. Presumption regarding anonymous sources. A statement of an anonymous source is presumptively false for purposes of a defamation action. In a case where the defendant is in a defamation action, refuses to identify the source of a defamatory statement, the plaintiff need only prove that the defendant acted negligently in making the defamatory statement. Um, actual malice for public figures in defamation cases. A public figure does not need to show actual malice to prevail on a defamation case of action when the allegation does not relate to the reason for his or her public status. Um, but yeah, basically, um, basically they they... You could claim your, quote, science, which doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you could be the false science. It could be the pseudoscience that a lot of conservatives like to believe. 
It's biology, even though the biology is this like simplified second grade biology that doesn't actually mean anything. Um, that's actually much more complicated than that. If you actually get into like genetics of like trans people and understand, for example, that, you know, there are people who are trans who I personally have had as a guest on this show, a friend of mine who is a trans person who was assigned female at birth, but had XY chromosomes, but they didn't test the chromosomes. They just looked at the parts, but had to still have the, have his birth certificate changed um, because he was still considered a trans man, even though he has XY chromosomes, because the parts showed up and developed as a woman's parts normally would. So that so people would make statements about that individual that would probably be scientifically incorrect, but using their second grade understanding of biology, they would probably still make incorrect claims about said person. Anyway, Florida, again, being Florida. What else do we expect from Florida, right? Florida is, Florida is as always ridiculous. Saying the quiet parts out loud now. Uh, parts, 56 Nicholas parts, male or female is obvious now. Well, not if you're intersex. Uh, there are a lot of people who are born intersex whose parents made a choice for the child. Um, then that necessarily might not be the choice that the child might have wanted to have made later on in life. Uh, there are also people who, again, like my friend that I talked about, who were was, was born with XY chromosomes, yet were was born with a vulva and, and developed breasts. And eventually that person had the surgery to remove said breasts and um, is now living life as he wishes to be because he is a, he is a dude and genetically he's XY, but you know, under the, on his birth certificate, it originally listed female. So I, I confuse the hell out of those people uh, who want to insist otherwise uh, who want to make things as simple as as overly simplified, too simplified for the law, um, and then they're they're used. They're typically, res the typical response that they send back to me is that, oh, well, those are just exceptions. I'm like, okay, all trans people are technically exceptions because most people are not trans, but we we don't make laws to deal with the norm we make laws to deal with you most people are not murderers most people are not rapists most people do not commit driving most people don't need lots of things most people are not the laws are are, are in there to, to deal with the boundary conditions like laws exist to deal with the exceptions not with the rules So because that's why we have laws, to deal with those regular, those irregular happenings, not the regular happenings. So that's what I'm saying.
Rob Saunders. Not interested in ever visiting Florida. I think I'll stick with Western New York State. Like, I want to, next time I go to Florida, I still want to say, I, I'm now really tempted to walk around with a shirt that says Governor DeSantis is homophobe and see what see what happens. <laughs> yes, Don, very recently a Democrat won over a Republican in a Republican-leaning district. Um, it was, uh, I don't know why the Republican left, but it was a Republican-leaning district. The Republican that left won by at least like six or seven points, maybe more, but a Democrat flipped that district blue, uh, which was a loss to DeSantis. I added on top of the loss, um, added on top of the loss um, that DeSantis had in Iowa because DeSantis finished second and not first. Now, of course, DeSantis is trying to drum up his uh, – <laughs> Carla, um, I'd like to think that me and Hal have – me and Hal have very similar – uh, views on a lot of things. We differ slightly on some things, but we're when Hal's been on the show, he, we've gotten along really well. Uh, the first show that he ever came on, I, I think he was only supposed to be on for a half an hour. We talked for an hour and a half. Um, so, so yeah, that was that was really fun. That was that was a good time. And he's been on four times, and you could look up those past episodes on YouTube. Um, and so the uh whatchamacallit? Is my Twitter stream is my Twitch stream is anyone on Twitch having a problem with the Twitch stream? Like my my it doesn't seem like my seems like both were kind of Buffering. I don't know. Hey, Trucker John, what's going on? GOP wants a government big enough to make everything perfect in every way, but small enough to fit in your pants. Exactly. Government. They want government small enough to, 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 to regulate your hoo-ha, but government big enough to go bomb the brown people. You know, it is what it is. Wait, I'm sorry, that's not my line. That, that, that's that's Trumpy's line. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so, anywho, for all of those that are new here, uh, please make sure to smack that like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you've not done so already, I also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. I have two Twitch channels, um, but twitch.tv slash liberal day and radio is another channel that I have. Um, Jolie, can, Jolie can share the link, um, but liberal day and radio is, I'm trying to get that up to 50 followers to be able to get, become an affiliate over there. So there's that. Um, so just make sure to subscribe and follow on both channels. And that would be great. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Jeff, I want that chili. You need to share that chili with me. Um, human F being, MTG is desperate to get Hunter behind uh, closed doors to talk about his junk. I mean, didn't she share a picture of his junk in a public hearing altogether? So, 
PWs, will you discuss the Chevron? Did they actually make a ruling on the Chevron ruling, or, or are they just – last I heard that they were discussing it. I don't know if they – had they made a ruling on it yet? Um Because, like, because I know that they're discussing it. So I know that they're, I know right now that they've, uh, it's a 40-year-old precedent. Chevron versus Natural Resources Defense Council is a 40-year-old policy, um, 40-year-old stare decisis, 40-year-old Supreme Court precedent. Um, and there is a, uh, discussion, um, over there in the court today, um, about whether or not it's going to get yeeted as the kids might say today. Uh, however, um, the fishing companies came to the Supreme court asking justice, this is a way in a, the rule in itself, but asking to overrule Chevron, uh, because the Koch brothers wanted them to, and, um do, 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 do. So if they actually make a ruling on that case, I will definitely be talking about it at that time. Um, however, I, I probably won't talk about the case until a ruling is made, if that makes sense. Like I heard, I did hear people talking about it today, but today they did hear oral arguments. Um, um, let's do, 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 do. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments on Wednesday in a case involving deference that courts should give to federal agencies interpretations of laws that they administer, from healthcare to finance to environmental pollutants. Um, basically, what basically the, what the courts have done previously, and I'm giving a little thirty thousand foot overview. What courts have done re- re- recently, um, or since Chevron is they basically have said, look, we're not experts in the field. Y'all are experts in the field. So we're going to trust the experts to interpret the law as it pertains to what is going on in the field. And there you go. But um, now we have an activist conservative Supreme Court. Now we have the Koch brothers and other folks who want these activist conservatives to be more activist and more conservative. So we are going to uh, see whether or not uh, this case is going to cause, as uh, it Loper, let's see, let's see if this cause, this case is going to cause the Chevron case to be tossed. Um, if it does get caught, tossed, my opinion is that it'll be 5-4. Um, simply because of the fact that Roberts, I haven't seen what Roberts has said about, um, about in this case, or I haven't seen Roberts's arguments. So in, in absence of any knowledge of what Roberts has said in discussion of those arguments, Roberts pretty much will stick with stare decisis. So if Chevron is the law of the land when it, as it pertains to stare decisis, Roberts is going to stick with stare decisis, as he did basically with Dobbs v. Jackson, when he basically said, you know, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll say Mississippi's law is okay, but he still voted to, uh, to keep Roe basically intact. 
because the the ruling of Dobbs v. Jackson, the part of the Dobbs v. Jackson ruling that overturned Roe was five to four, not six to three. So I believe that it will likely be a five to four decision that overturns Chevron if it doesn't. Look, I won't be surprised if Chevron gets overturned, but we will definitely talk about that more if and when uh, the decision happens. The decision in the case will be expected by the summer. Um, so the only reason I won't discuss it immediately when it comes out would be if it happens when I'm on my cruise, because I'm going on a cruise at July 7th, 14th for my anniversary. So because my anniversary is July 7th. And so we're, we're doing that. And <clears throat> thank you, uh, Nick Rich, for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, and, but yeah, we will see about that, but I will not be surprised that again, the activist conservative court, if it acts in a way that is, um, if, if it acts in a way, I would, I would be surprised if the activist conservative court does not act in a way that is activist and conservative. So to Gibson media, John Kerry declares no democratically elected politician can stop the climate agenda. Okay. Um, Aaron West, Republicans need to wake up about Trump. Uh, problem is, if you tell them they need to wake up, they'll be like, I'm not woke. I will. I refuse to be woke. I will go to sleep. I will go to sleep. I won't be woke. Uh, that's the thing. Is that put, and it's interesting because the, out of the exit polls, or maybe the entrance polls, I guess, for the Iowa caucuses, they basically were telling people that there was a, a chunk of the people who showed up, which was actually very low turnout. The turnout was very low for the Iowa caucuses. Uh, but a large chunk of those people uh, did say, even the Trump supporters, like, if it turns out that Donald Trump gets, gets convicted of a felony, that that would, at that point, would disqualify him for office. Now, whether or not they're saying that now and whether or not they would actually then go vote for Biden or when, whether or not they would then vote for, like, a third-party candidate, like, if at that point they would go vote for, you know, Joe Manchin and his ridiculous party thing that he might be doing. Who knows if they're going to do it or not? Um, who knows what they'll do? Because to count on those MAGA folks to be consistent is, you know, don't hold your breath. Uh, Gibson Media, wake up about what? Oh, I don't know. Wake up about the fact that he wants to be a dictator wake up about the, the horrible legal theory that, that him and his legal team supports, that if you're a president uh, and you commit a crime, that if, you, if you're not convicted of your articles of impeachment, uh, that you can't be criminally convicted of a crime, uh, that, that should scare the living bejesus out of anybody. Like, I would, anybody who believes in Trump's arguments that he made to the D.C. Court of Appeals, I would just ask this. Again, I'll ask you this in chat. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about this on the phone, but I'll just ask you this in chat. Uh, if, and I haven't gotten yet to call the Jeff Carrera guy to be able to see what his opinion is yet. If 
Joe Biden, if it showed, if it was shown again, I talked about this a little bit last show. If it was shown that Hunter Biden, with without a shadow of a doubt, actually committed tax fraud, and not just a mistake on his taxes, but actually committed, conspired to commit tax fraud, and feloniously so, and then it was shown that Joe Biden, with without a shadow of a doubt, conspired uh, to obstruct justice and you know, used his office to prevent Hunter Biden from getting prosecuted for the crime. If it was shown that that happened, and then the Republican Congress was like, impeach him. And they, they filed articles of impeachment, they passed it, and then the Democrats in the Senate went, nope, we're not going to convict. If that happened, y'all are going to be okay with the idea under Donald Trump's legal team's theory that Joe Biden could then not be criminally prosecuted for that? Is that really what y'all what what they want to believe? Like it's absurd. It's absurd. It's an absurd legal argument that Trump's that Trump's legal team is making. If these are the people that Trump is trusting to make legal arguments for him, and these are the people that Trump is trusting to have with with his legal arguments in his criminal defense, who's he going to bring in for legal arguments when he's back in the office of president again what other legal art what other legal theories is he going to promote as president if all he needs is what what 35 people in the senate to not convict him of anything if he feels that at that point he won't uh he's untouchable then what else is he going to do in the next term as president he already said he's going to go after he's going to you know have retribution against his political enemies I mean, Joseph, you should know that retribution against your political enemies is wrong. I mean, you've got your own party going against you, trying to keep you off the ballot. Your own, your own party is trying to keep you off the ballot. The Democrats kept you on the ballot. Like, I'm sure, and I'm sure every single person who voted to keep you off the ballot are all love, all Trump lovers. Guarantee to you that every single one of them is campaigning for Trump. You you can email me and tell me and, and show me that I'm wrong. I guarantee I, I would I would bet dollars to donuts that every single one of the people that voted to keep you off the ballot are Trump lovers or Trump supporters and are going to, and are going to be waving the banner for Donald Trump in the primaries and in, in, in the general election, if Trump ends up being the nominee. So what's going on, Benny? Gibson, he has not committed a crime. At, 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 at this point, well, we will disagree on whether or not he has committed a crime. I believe he has committed crimes. However, regardless of whether or not he has committed crimes, what I'm going to say is that if that's his legal theory, if his legal theory is that, then that's scary, and that should scare you. If you believe that if Donald Trump believes that he could do anything he wants, if he is completely immune and he has unlimited authority to do whatever he wants, as long as the Senate won't convict him, then he basically thinks himself a king. He might not be a dictator in name, but if he wins, he's going to have the House 
he's going to have the Senate and he's going to have a Supreme Court that's going to be completely 100% behind him. And they're going to bend over and do whatever he wants. We're going to have a de facto dictator and they're and and it's it's we're done. We're done. Trump does not support rhinos. What's a rhino these days? What's a rhino? These days, all all rhino means is does not support Trump. Rhino is D-N-C-S-T, a dinst. So, like, that's all a rhino is today. Because you could be... You could wave the banner about everything that a Republican would normally want to support, limited government. Uh, you could be pro-life. You could, you, could, you could support every single thing that a Republican would normally want to support. But if you dare say, but Trump shouldn't be in office, you're shunned and you're called a rhino. Because the word rhino means nothing anymore because it doesn't mean anything. It just means anti-Trump, a never-Trumper, because Trump has taken over the party. So it's now the party of Donald Trump. It's now the Magoo party. <laughs> fix things or make things more broken. What did he fix? He didn't fix anything when he was president. Nothing got fixed. Not at all. He tried to he tried to overturn the Affordable Care Act. He, he couldn't even get that done with a majority because he didn't have a plan, none whatsoever. All the only thing that Trump's going to do is enrich himself and enrich his buddies. He's gonna he's gonna shake he's gonna turn government down upside down like a couch and shake it so that all the loose change comes out and he's gonna stick it in his pocket. He's going to enrich his friends. He's going to enrich his cronies. He's going to enrich the Saudis who are backing him, who are who are sending, who are who have you know partnered now with the PGA and who are going to you know have golf tournaments at his um, resorts. He's going to bend over forwards or backwards or however way Putin wants him to bend over because he's nothing but you know a, a Putin lover. He worships Lil Kim Jong Un. Like, he loves dictators. Do you remember during the Donald Trump presidency when he wanted a military parade in his honor? Not to honor the troops, not to honor the country. He wanted a military parade to honor him. That should have sent warning flags up from the get-go. I mean, for y'all. For me, the warning flags were when he started sharing Nazi imagery. But, and, you know started saying that he wanted a total and complete ban of Muslims from entering the country because he wanted a total and complete ban of Muslims entering the country. And if you say he didn't, you're wrong. And what did Trump end up doing? It's going to be the topic of my next case against Trump video. The first one was dictator on day one. The second one is going to be the, uh, his, he is responsible for the inflated price of gasoline that we saw because of his, the art of the deal guy made an agreement with Russia and OPEC to have artificially reduced su supplies of oil and didn't have any caveats for when demand started going up. 
So when demand shot up, when we started coming out of the pandemic and, and supply remained restricted through 2022, as he negotiated, prices skyrocketed to the detriment of the American people. That was Trump's doing. That had nothing to do with Biden. That was Trump's bad deal making. Because Trump is a horrible business person. Had Trump simply taken the money he had gotten from his dad and put it in a hedge fund, he'd have more money now than he would have had with his business practices. No, it's not securing the country. It's scapegoating an entire religion. It's using Nazi imagery, like a star of David over money. It's, it, it's, those, it's, it's getting that image from a, from a white supremacist neo-Nazi website that makes him a Nazi. It, it's saying that people who marched alongside the Charlottesville protesters are good people. Nobody who marched aside next to people shouting blood and, blood and soil um, are good people. Nobody marching alongside people shouting the Jews will not replace us are good people. It's, it's, they're not good people. If I'm at a protest, protesting whatever, and a bunch of Nazis show up, a bunch of white supremacist people show up, and I'm going to not march alongside them. I'm going to stop. I'm going to go somewhere else to protest, or I'm going to tell someone arguing with them. I'll make the protest about protesting Nazis at that point. And not, but I'm not going to welcome the Nazis along on my side of the protest and say, you know what? Well, on this issue, we agree. So let's, let's, let's march with the Nazis. No. I'm going to say, guess what? Nazis not welcome at my protest. Period. <laughs> Extra T's at the end. Uh, I'm sure Donald Trump cringed at the idea of, of Ivanka converting so she could marry Jared. Because Trump made terrible comments about Jews and money and Back in the day, too, like, you can have people who marry into your family and still have anti-Semitism. My mom was adopted. She found her biological family. She met her biological family. A bunch of them are still, even though they are her family, when she met them, a bunch of them are still anti-Semitic, and I have nothing to do with them. Why? Because they're anti-Semites, regardless of the fact that they're family. I have nothing to do with them, and I will have, I will have nothing to do with them, because they're anti-Semitic. Trump is not going to change his orange spots. It's not going to happen. Exactly, easy. he said he only wants Jews to handle his money. He's not going to have, he says he's not, he doesn't want black accountants or something. He only wants Jewish people handling his money. Carla, I am on Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central. 
at this point until my podcast becomes larger uh, until I become until I can uh, I need to reach a thousand sub- subscribers on here on YouTube um, I need to get to at least 50 followers on Twitch um, to where I can start getting ad revenue and I need to start making it so where I can get consistent revenue I need I need to actually start making it so that I get I can get enough money to have to justify doing more nights a week so that's that's how often I do the show right now um, um I mean, I'm, I'm just, the chat's scrolling pretty fast, Gibson. So, uh, but you are trying to do some apologia for for somebody who is, who, who you're trying to be an apologist for somebody who's been a Nazi apologist, and you're not listening to a Jewish person who's telling you that Donald Trump has been a Nazi apologist, and so people are going to call you out on that, and I've called you out earlier when you've called into the show previously, when you've said that, you know, when you've brought up things like globalists and Rothschilds and whatever, because those are all anti-Semitic dog whistles. Now, I will remind everybody in the chat to attack the argument, don't attack the poster. Do not call people names in the chat, please. If, If somebody in the chat makes an argument that you don't agree with, attack the argument please don't attack the poster we want to be more civil in the in the chat room we don't want to we don't want to you know we don't want to be like we don't want to stoop to the level um we can call trump a nazi all day long we we don't want to people who engage in the chat as long as they're engaging reasonably we can engage reasonably and it's the mod's job to um yeet the people accordingly so that's all I'm going to say. So I right, have a good night, Carla. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, I think Chris, I think human F being does follow on Twitch. Yes. Nine days ago. <laughs> And easy E, I don't necessarily agree with when they go low, we go high. I, when they go low, we can go low, but let them go low first. Um, uh, late night with Louisiana Dan, big hook. Uh, well, well, there's always the idea that I had once we start growing and once we start making, uh, once we start making uh, more content and once we're once we're an affiliate and partner on both and once I had a thousand subs on YouTube that I might start doing the the um the 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 idea of late night with liberal Dan or or the the sex with liberal Dan podcast where we start talking about more adult type issues like sexual health and stuff like that um, but that might be on a separate channel just to keep things separate uh, we'll see um I mean, you might feel that way, Gibson, that that he that he is he is not an actual Nazi, but um, you know, if he's if he walks around with them and he pals around with them and he has no problem with them and he shares 
he if he shares uh, if he shares imagery from their websites and he uses their imagery and he says that that there are good people on the side of the people marching alongside Nazis, then I'm going to question his his morality and I'm going to question who he is. Um, where are we getting that Trump is, is, is a rapist? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that he was found uh, civilly liable for sexually, sexually abusing uh, E. Jean Carroll um, and the fact that he basically doubled down. This is how stupid Donald Trump is. And you shouldn't want somebody this stupid as your president. Like, this is, like you should want somebody who has a modicum of intelligence. And you should want somebody who is... You should want somebody who is, who who is, at least somewhat smart. Like Donald Trump had had two opportunities during his deposition before the E. Jean Carroll case to get himself out of some hot water. He was asked about his grab him by the hoo ha comment, right? He was asked about that in a deposition, about whether or not he really believes that or not. And he had the opportunity to simply say, you know what, I was just, I was just joking around. It was simply locker room talk between two guys. You know, we were just joking. I don't really believe that you should go walking up to people and grab them by the hoo-ha. He could have said that, and he could have got, and he could have just, you know, perhaps legally made it at least ambiguous and not had it used against him in court. But no, the idiot in a deposition go doubled down on his dumbassery and said, yeah, rich people can do it and have been doing it for millions of years. Like frickin' the character from frickin' like the king. It's good to be the king from History of the World Part 1. I do it. I love to do it. I just did it and I'll do it again. That you know, that line, like he just, he says, yeah, he basically admitted that it was true. Like, why would you do that? Because you're an idiot. And then when they showed him a picture of E. Jean Carroll, didn't say who it was and said, who is this person? He had the opportunity to say, I'm I'm not sure who that, he could have just said, I really don't know who that is. But instead of that, he goes, oh, that's Marla his second wife. And no, it wasn't Marla. It was E. Jean Carroll as a young woman. The person who had previously said he said was ugly. Now, maybe he's not attracted to her as an older woman because, what, she's 77, almost 80, 80 years old now. But, you know, back then, apparently she looked like Marla Maples. And apparently he was attracted to Marla Maples because he cheated on his first wife with Marla Maples. But instead of saying smartly, I'm not sure who that woman is. I, I, I don't. I don't recall ever having seen her. I don't know who she is. He said, "That's my wife. That's my second wife." And then they're like, "No, that's that's E. Jean Carroll." So after after saying that this is a person that I'm not attracted to, he admitted that she looked like somebody who he clearly was attracted to. Again. A double down of double dumbassery on the part of Donald Trump. 
And this is the guy you want as president. How dumb can he get? How dumb can he be? He could will prove it. I'm sure he'll prove it again if, 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 we're, if we are stupid enough to elect him as president one more time, he will show us how stupid he is. But I don't want to see that. I don't, I, we can't, I don't think we can afford to see that. And then after, after him constantly, repeatedly, and then he still and he, then he still he can't just shut up. Like he can't shut up. Like if, 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 I, if I lost a lawsuit to somebody and I said, look, and somebody said, and, and if I lost this lawsuit and it cost me $5 million, I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to stop talking about it at this point. I'm done. I'm over with. It's, 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 it's lost cause. I, even if I felt that I was unjustly, if this is an injustice, let my lawyers handle everything else. I'm just done with it. Right? No. He's an idiot. He keeps talking. He keeps violating court order after court order. He keeps fighting with the judge. And now the court's going to probably rule against him again and say that now he owes E.G. Carroll even more money. Why? Because he's dumb. He can't keep his mouth shut. Because he's dumb. All he does is talk, talk, talk. Like he's like he's like the women from the music man. The pick a little talk a little, pick a little talk a little, cheap, 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 pick a lot, talk a little more. Just talk, talk, talk all day long. He can't keep his mouth shut. Do you really want somebody in charge of our secrets who can't keep his mouth shut? We already know on audio tape, on audio tape, or whatever, it, uh, tape. That shows how old I am. We have the audio of him. Showing classified information to people who were not qualified to have that classified information and admitting that he could have declassified it as president but didn't and then saying, well, here it is anyway. Here's this battle report. And I probably shouldn't be showing it to you, but here it is anyway. The reason why Hamas likely had the information on how to best attack Israel was probably because he talked to Russia, and Russia then talked to Iran, and then Iran told it to Hamas. He can't help but talk. He can't help but, he can't shut himself up. He is a spigot. A broken spigot is what his mouth is. And anything that is told to him that should be kept confidential that could be should be kept secret or top secret. We can't trust that it'll ever be kept secret. Yet you want him to be president again, when he's proven himself that he's incapable of keeping things secret that need to be secret. What? Oh, what about her emails? When Hill and, and this is good. I'm glad you brought up the emails because what Hillary Clinton did with the emails, if it was such a crime with what she did with the emails, 
he had four years of presidency with and Donald Trump. Here's the difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't take a hands-on approach with the Justice Department. If he did, Hunter Biden would not be being prosecuted right now. Hunter Biden would not be being prosecuted for tax fraud. Simple as that. Do you think that if, if there were charges being faced by Trump's sons and Trump was president, that Donald Trump wouldn't step in and be like, no, drop those charges. Those, my sons are not going to be charged by my government. Or would he say, sorry, sons, you need to face justice. No, Donald Trump would absolutely have those charges get dropped. That's, that's why Donald Trump and Biden are two completely different animals. Joe Biden is not using the power of his office to keep Hunter Biden out of trouble. Hunter Biden is having to deal with the issues of his own creating, of his own creation, of his own making. But Donald Trump campaigned, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Did he lock her up? There was no trial. There's no attempt at a trial. Why was there no attempt at a trial? Maybe, maybe his lawyers looked at it and was like, you know what? There really wasn't that big of a crime here. It wouldn't be worth going through all the effort to go do it because there wasn't really any proof of any lost information or any information that was actually given away to people. Like with Joe Biden, Joe Biden mishandled information, but he gave it back. Mike Pence mishandled information by taking it that when he shouldn't have, but he gave it back. Donald Trump mishandled the information. And he, had he just given it back, it would have been fine, but he didn't. He didn't give it all back. He obstructed justice. But here's the thing. Here's another thing that makes Donald Trump immensely stupid immensely stupid and that you, you you've made me given me the opportunity to, to think of okay this is going to be one of the other cases against donald trump his sheer and utter incompetence and stupidity donald trump signed into law legislation that would make it a felony of punishment with punishment up to five years to mishandle classified documents, top secret, secret documents, because he didn't feel the punishment for the mishandling of classified documents was strong enough. So he had the punishments raised. Congress signed it. Congress passed it. It passed the House. It passed the Senate. And Donald Trump signed that bill into law. And then what does he do? He breaks the same law that he signed. How dumb is he? That's stupid. And you want, you want him to be president. How stupid can he be to break the law that he signed himself? But that's just par for the course for Republicans. Republican politicians often need to pass laws to prevent them from doing the acts that they can't prevent themselves from doing. That's why you see so many Republicans with, you know, gay sex scandals. The toe-tapping good time that was had in the airport bathroom. Prostitution of David Vitter. 
Why do they all run on these family value moral BS that they can't live up to themselves? Because they need laws to, to, to try and help prevent them from doing the things that they claim are immoral because they can't stop themselves from doing it themselves. So they need government. They need Big Brother. They need the nanny state to come in and prevent them from doing the things that they want to do and feel guilty for wanting to do. And Donald Trump apparently just follows the same thing, except for him, instead of acting, uh, instead of, you know, being with other men or buying prostitutes. Well, with Donald, he just married. Uh, he just spent a lot of money and married. Um, he, uh, he, uh, I mean, he, there's Stormy Daniels as well. Um, again, sex work is work, and I don't judge people who are prostitutes. It should be legal. Um I judge the people who buy prostitutes and then try and talk badly of them. Donald Trump just tried to make it a felony to you know, punishable with five years in prison to, uh, to mishandle classified documents. And then what did he do? Thank you, Jolie. You're awesome. Appreciate you. Um, made it punishable of five years in prison, and then he violates his own law by mishandling classified documents. Carla, I have a question for y'all. I've wondered about no one is talking about Congress people that participate in the insurrection not taking off their ballot. It's a good point. Carla, um, like they should have probably been taken off the ballots in, uh, in 2022. Um, maybe people will make a deal out of it in 2020 for the 2024 ones. Um, it's a good point. Maybe people were waiting to make it a point until then, because, you know, there are arguments that are being made by the Trump side as to why it doesn't apply to Trump, but it should absolutely tr apply to the people who, like, you know, gave tours to the insurrectionists. But, hey. Um, Lucid Libertarian. Welcome back to the show, Lucid Libertarian. Thank you for joining us. Trump wants to expand the use of the death penalty and use of stop and frisk. That is concerning. I agree with you 100% that both of those things are disturbing. Um Absolutely. Um, people, a lot of people say, I want to say that one of the things that he wants to use the, um, the death penalty for is uh, like child molestation. I mean, I joke around about me and Hal have both made the same comment about why do you not have the death penalty for attempted murder? And when Hal said the same thing that I've been saying for years, I was like, Yes. Not that I seriously want that to be the case, but it's always something that I've wondered simply because of the fact that if, if you're if you're giving the death penalty for murder, but you're not giving the death penalty for attempted murder, then all you're doing is rewarding somebody for being a bad shot. Thank you, Trucker John. Appreciate you. Um, so. But like when you do things like there are people who say we want we should have a death penalty for child molestation, right? And people are like, oh, that sounds good. You know, obviously, you know, you should want to. You should, nobody should be child molesting if you do that to a kid. You know, whatever. 
and you know can't make any arguments about the one who to me because that person is long dead um and had that happened to the person who to me um i wouldn't have cried about it but here's the problem with doing that if you if you assign a death penalty uh to child molesters then all that does is make it more likely that the child molesters are going to kill their victims and that's a problem and there are there, there's you have so many problems in this country with <clears throat> with people who are shown in prison to have been falsely convicted especially black people there are so many black people who are in prison who are wrongly incarcerated because so many black people have 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 bad access to good attorneys uh they're poorly represented in the justice system they're they they have you have the you know when you adjust for everything they they're disproportionately um arrested disproportionately convicted their sentences are disproportionate etc you don't want to add to that by making disproportionate death penalties too and you don't want to make a mistake on the death penalty now i'm not against the death penalty um, but I think there should be even stronger safeguards in there. So you have to be absolutely 100% damn sure that it happened. Like there was the case, uh, Linda Fricky, where had that person who carjacked Linda Fricky, um, when they carjacked her and then like she got run over because she got caught in the seatbelt. Like, if that person had been 18 years old, I would have no problem with that person getting the death penalty. I don't think you could assign the death penalty to somebody under 18. I think that's a violation of constitutional rights by the Supreme Court. Uh, I, think, I think I'm right about that. But down here, if you look up the case of Linda Fricky, uh, it's a sad case. They finally sentenced the last person uh, to prison. Um, and finally, they're all in jail for that carjacking. Um, I'm... There's only one amusing thing that happened about that case, which was the fact that when they were talking about what happened uh, with that case, apparently her, her widow, the husband's name was Ricky Fricky. And if your name is, last name is Fricky, do not name your child Ricky. And the person, the first time one of the news people said Ricky Fricky, I was like, are you kidding me? And they had, and they said Ricky Fricky, and you could see them trying to say it with them and keep a straight face. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They really named their child Ricky Fricky? Come on. But then you, they went back to the main news person, and she just kept on saying, Linda Fricky's husband. She, I, I guarantee you that that person in the news in the production meeting was like, I am not saying Ricky Fricky. I will not say it. You put on my notes, Linda Fricky's husband, because I'm not saying Ricky Fricky. I guarantee you that happened, because she never once said Ricky Fricky when she was talking about the case. Um, hey, TV2 Live, good to see you. Thank you for joining. Um, let's see, what have I missed? Let's see. Lucid libertarian murder is horrific, but saint-sanctioned murder is also horrific, in my opinion. I mean, and that's, that's the point, too. I mean, if, if we were to end the death penalty, because the death penalty is also 
much more expensive than just putting somebody in prison for life. Like if you look at the financial cost, it's actually less expensive to keep somebody in prison for life than it is to go through the whole process of the death penalty. So, I mean, if, if you just want to have life imprisonment and not have the death penalty, I'm not going to argue against that. But like if somebody like multiple deaths, like if, if, if it's absolutely confirmed, like Timothy McVeigh, like no problem, death penalty, no problem with that whatsoever. So, Hey Donna, oh, thank you for joining. Uh, let's see, it's nine fifteen. Five hour. Let's do it. Let's do a show refresh real quick. Liberal Dan Radio, talk from left. That's right. LiberalDanRadio.com to get to the YouTube channel. Um, you can follow me uh, Facebook.com/slash Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube. Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter. Um, Twitch. Uh, if you haven't followed me on Twitch yet, it's Twitch.tv/slash Liberal Dan Radio. If you don't have a Twitch account, please go ahead and make one. I'm trying to get 23 more followers by the end. I would love it by the end of the day. But if, if I have 23 more followers by the end of the day, I could probably be affiliate by the end of the week, um, which would be cool. But otherwise, we're, we're shooting for end of the month for 23 more followers. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, um, subscribe over there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Give it like. We have 48 viewers and 43 likes, so make sure to go ahead and hit smash that like button. Um, remember to go ahead and comment and like other videos as well. Share them out with your friends. And you can also uh, become a Liberal Dan Radio patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com. You can also go to the Venmo, uh, Liberal Dan on Venmo as well. You can also buy me a cider. Um, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, and that will, uh, um, you know, five bucks per cider that you buy me, I guess. That, that, that all. It's another way to support the show as well. But the, the best thing you can do at this moment, if you don't have a Twitch account, create one. If you do have one, or once you have one, go over to the Twitch channel sub, and follow me over there. It's free, and 23 more gets me to affiliate because I have all of the other boxes checked at this point. So... Um, Carla Blake, cheaper two. I think victims should have a say in it. Also, I don't want it. Um, I sometimes I have an issue with the whole family should have a say. Like, like maybe the family could ask for leniency if the family doesn't believe in the death penalty. Maybe, but. In reality, like when it comes to criminal, when it comes to crimes, it's not the family versus the state versus the individual. It's the state versus the individual. Like one of the things I have a big problem with is having like victim impact statements before sentencing. Like I don't think victim impact statements should be made if it should play any part in sentencing. Sentencing should be made based off of the crimes done and perhaps any previous crimes done that may or may not may, may be relevant to this crime done uh, because I don't think, because just because somebody, just because the victim was loved more or loved less should play no part. If somebody was a homeless person living on the street who had nobody there to love that person, that, that should be irrelevant compared to somebody who was loved by millions. Like that should play no part in the decision as to what, 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 what the punishment should be for that crime. So 
that that's just my opinion on on families and victims victim statements etc so karen if you sleep in the problem where did that come from or is that just trump or is that the other thing hey hbo radio nation appreciate you joining us hey uh 28 followers now too appreciate you um So let's see. Did the whole thing come up with use a condom with a prostitute? Does that mean, is that implying that, uh, oh, that was Diane following me on Twitch. Thank you for that. Um, does that imply that, um, was that Trump not using one with, um, with um, Stormy? Was that the case? <laughs> Freaky Ricky. <laughs> Let's just say how. So if prostitution is legalized, whose fault is it when somebody gets hepatitis or AIDS? Um, prostitution is legalized, then there should be the requirement, I guess, for somebody to maintain or get tested. I would guess it could be regulated at that point, and then you would have to make sure to get tested. Uh, there should be requirements on how often you have to get tested, and then you should have to show said testing. Um, said testing results, then there sh- it should be, re- I guess, readily available at, at some place where you can check. And um, as long as as long as you those tests were available and you could check to see that those tests were available, and at that point it would be buyer beware, like because there's there's it's nothing's perfect. So at that point, you know, you understand the risks of sleeping with somebody who is a sex worker, but knowing that, you know, you know, here's the information that that person has, make sure that they're tested properly and then go from there. So that would be my opinion on that. Um, Let's see. Scan down the chat. Um, Seha, 18-year-old knocks up 16-year-old, death penalty. What? for? That's not necessarily child molestation. It really depends on the state, I think. Um, I do agree, disagree with death row, death row inmates being allowed to get married, though. The cost, the cost of the court money, probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows? You never know. Um, we're just making this say how boys of gray area with sex crimes, kids get naked, play doctor. Well, here's the thing with, with that. And and it's always a touchy subject because you don't want to make excuses for people who violate consent when it comes to the age of consent. But, um, I've always had an issue or, or thought it weird that age of consent laws are not, um, uniform nationwide, like they should be uniform nationwide. Um, and they should be, they should be more consistent. Um, and there should, there shouldn't be silliness where like, you know, if it's legal for like two kids to be dating like one day and then something the next day, somebody becomes like eight, somebody hits the age of 18. So then they're not legal to date. And then they have to wait for the person's next birthday for it to become legal again. Like there are Romeo and Juliet type laws that exist where that doesn't, that that's not illegal, but in some states it's like a strict, like 
age difference thing. So it's legal, then it's not legal, then it's legal. And that sort of thing is silly and kids shouldn't be, kids shouldn't be put in that situation where it's, where it's, where they can face legal troubles just because they hit a birthday or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but you shouldn't also be, be, be allowing, you know, you know, college age kids to prey on high school kids either. So um, there's that. To loose liber libertarian. Libertarian me tends to support legal prostitution, personal choice, and personal responsibility. Where it gets tough is fighting against human sex, child trafficking. Well, I mean, there's, there's, you know, you could, you could do both. I think you could fight the latter while, you know, supporting legalized the former. I think if you, if you legalize the former, I think you can ease more easily fight the latter because you, by making it the the former decriminalized or legalized, you're you're taking the crime out of that. So therefore, people have more access to it, I suppose. Um, Billy Kid saw a documentary on Vegas brothel, bunny ranch, chicken ranch, all sex workers are required to have regular STD testing. I think that is the case. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a, a Nevada law or if that's just the requirement of the thing. It's probably Nevada law that requires it. Um, I'm interested though. Um, lucid libertarian, um, are you just by default? Are you going to vote for the liber whoever ends up being the libertarian candidate? Or who might you end up supporting for president? Um, you know, because you are you did state that you're concerned about Trump's ideas of making the death penalty, expanding the death penalty, and expanding stop and frisk, which stop and frisk is highly unconstitutional in my opinion, and should be considered highly unconstitutional by most people. I'm shook when I hear when I hear conservatives talking about stop and frisk, because to me conservatives supporting stop and frisk is jump the shark activism. And that's my segue to the topic of jumping the shark activism uh, is, is when activists go so far that they jump the shark. You know, if you're not familiar with jumping the shark term, jump the shark is when Fonzie jumped over the shark on happy days. And that's the point where the show gets went downhill, where people started losing interest, where it just went nuts. So when people, when, when politicians, when, when people jump the shark, it means oh, you've just gone too far with that. Um, so, um, so to me, um, conservatives that are supporting stop and frisk or jumping the shark, because many times when conservatives are supporting uh, jump, um, stop and frisk, they're doing so because they, they are supporting the idea of stopping black people from possessing guns whilst because they know that when police are going after the people to stop and frisk, they know who are getting stopped and frisked, whereas they know that they are not going to typically get stopped and frisked because of the, you know, who tends to be in support of that, which is mostly white folks. Um, anywho, but there's another form of jump the shark activism which did cause me to want to bring that up which let me pull that up in a second so we're gonna actually let's mute the desktop audio for a second while i load this video up 
we're going to bring this down here. We're going to... Ow! We're going to hurt my ears in the process. Glad I had that on low, on on zero desktop desktop volume because ouch that hurt my ears. Um, are we gonna have this problem again with my computer? Holy crap! This is giving me the same problem last time, and I even did a reboot. Let's let's lower this back again. Maybe it'll play normally this way. Let's swing back to the alternate view. All right, so this is a protest going on that was going on across uh, in New York City. Um, and like, you know, free speech, fine. Um, Protesting. I mean, I've criticized Israel for how they're going after Hamas. You know, I don't necessarily, I'm not, in, in a, I don't, I'm talking about the ceasefire thing in a second. Um, but here we go. This is, this is what I believe is um, the jump the shark activism. Oh, wait. Uh, of course, we're going to be. I don't know why. It, there we go. Now, now it's muted again. I don't know why this is doing. I don't know if it's just Twitter, because YouTube was doing it the other day for me as well, where I was having problems viewing the videos. But who knows? I don't know. Anyway, let's let's try and reload the page maybe and see if that helps. All right, so here we go. Let's see if it starts playing this time. Or is it just going to be stupid. Doop doop doo. Come on. Do 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 I'm pretty certain that the browser doesn't have ad blocker. Here, let's go ahead and turn that off. We're going to come back to the regular scene and deal with that in a second. So anyway, um, because I, I, it'll play normally otherwise. I don't know what the deal is. Um, let's see. 
Because that wasn't even YouTube, though. That was that was a Twitter video. That wasn't even a YouTube video. Let's see, young to get married and have kids after you're divorced. <laughs> I, don't know, I kind of missed, missed a couple of things that happened. Let's see. Cynthia from Texas, pregnant at 15, married at 16, divorced at 17, could drink with my husband at 16, but not not once divorced. How F is that crazy? He was 19 when I was 14. That is absolutely nuts. That is crazy, Texas laws. Um, I was so dumb and still want to crash a prom, LOL. Um, I was with Chris. I was on the pillow 15. Didn't have my first kid till two days before 25th birthday. Uh, thanks, Dad, for taking me to Planned Parenthood. Um, I mean, they didn't have the pill for guys, but I have no children. I had no children until after I got married, which is when I was 31-ish. So... Yeah, I mean, then 32, I think, was when I had my first kid. So, yeah. See, Lucid, who will I vote for? POTUS, certainly not Biden. 95, 95% sure not Trump. We don't know who the Libertarian candidate will be, so I can't say if I'm over that person. Person over party. Um, interesting to see, like, what specifically Biden, like, like what issues? Like what are your, I guess, three top issues, and and why? Like, like clearly nobody is going to win. I guess what state? I guess do you feel comfortable saying what state you live in? I guess that's the first thing because if you live in a state where it doesn't matter, then vote whoever you want to vote for. Because <laughs> because if you don't live in one of the states that matter, you know, you know, just like I have several people that I know that are saying that they're never going to vote for Biden again. And one of them lives in Louisiana and one of them lives in Massachusetts. And in Louisiana, Louisiana is clearly going to go vote for Trump. So it doesn't matter if he votes for whoever, whoever the third, whatever third party he wants to vote for. And in Massachusetts, it's clearly going to vote for Biden. And uh, so it doesn't matter if he votes for whoever third party candidate he's going to vote for. So, but in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, uh, Arizona, Nevada, uh, Colorado, and several of the other various states that are in play in any election year, those states matter. So, um, let's say loosely liberty. All people in every state of the union should matter, but I get your point. Uh, yes, all people of every state would matter uh, if we moved away from the electoral college, but they won't. But, but for some reason, conservatives have uh, have balked at the idea of moving away from the Electoral College because they believe that that will create flyover states, even though we already have flyover states, because there, there are states that nobody needs to visit during the presidential election because they know how they're going to vote. So why go there? There's a map from 2016 showing that Trump didn't go to like a big swath of red states because he didn't have to go to those states. Why? Because... Those states were already going to go for him. So why bother going to those states? He took all those states for granted. So um, 
Karen, I'm in Massachusetts and riding with Biden. Well, good. I mean, and I'm in Louisiana and I'm going to ride with Biden too, even though, although I would be willing to vote third party in Louisiana if I could be guaranteed that somebody who is not necessarily happy with Biden would still cast a vote for Biden in like Pennsylvania or Michigan or Wisconsin. And then if by, by me then voting for their third party candidate here to allow that, that third party candidate to get, you know, a larger percentage of the nationwide vote so that they could get, you know, maybe more federal funding towards, you know, the, you know, that federal funding fund or whatever, however it works. If you get like 5% of the vote, you get some federal funding or something or federal matching funds, I guess is the term. So if I could be guaranteed that that person was going into the voting booth and casting a vote for Joe Biden in a state that mattered, I would then go into my voting booth and vote for their third party candidate um, to get to help them get towards that thing. And I would love to set up a system where lots of voters did that. But I don't think that we would ever be able to implement that. Um, Easy. Biden did not have to go to every Democratic state, though. Neither candidate went to Alaska. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Biden doesn't have to go to every Democratic state. Um, You go to some, but sometimes you go to the states to help your congressional candidates win. Uh, Sometimes you go to the states to, to where your fundraisers are. Um, I think Biden did might have come to New Orleans to fundraise in New Orleans, but that's, I mean, it's always fun to come to New Orleans regardless, right? Uh, I know, I think Bernie came to New Orleans. That's probably the only stop he made in the South. Um, that, that was one of Bernie's mistakes during his two cam- campaigns. He ignored the South completely during the primary season, uh, despite the fact that Southern Democratic delegates are worth just as much in the in the convention as Northern Democratic ones. Um I think Biden has done an amazing job given the fumes he was left to work with in 2021. Exactly. Especially since Donald Trump sabotaged him with the gas prices. Um, So why won't this work? So aggravating. I could play it earlier. Now still freezing up. That's so bizarre. Um, let's see. Let's see if we could see if there's a um settings. Maybe it's under settings. I can't see anything about ad blocker on Chrome. Oh, there it is. Now it's playing. It's playing in the background. Now it's still frozen up again. Maybe if I open up in a different browser, I don't know. Maybe if I open up in here. See, Carla Blake Hiller should have visited... Biden has had the lowest American unemployment in 55 years, the highest Dow and S&P in history, record energy production, highest, most American independence. One of the things, things about unemployment that that just is annoying is that 
Um, it's not. It's not necessarily the best measure. I mean, you have unemployment, and you know it, sometimes you know your unemployment your unemployment rate can go up if your unemployment rate can go up without anybody gaining a job just because people leave the workforce. But the problem is that everybody uses the same unemployment rate or unemployment calculations. So if, 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 if you use the same tool to measure unemployment under one, you should use it under the other. So therefore he should get credit. If he, he gets credit under the one under the, under the other as well. So you know what I mean? That's kind of the point that I would have to say about that issue. So, All right, let's see. All right, we're not going to sign in. Come on. Close. We're going to make this lower because... All right, let's switch back to here. We're going to try this in Opera. And we're going to see if it works better in Opera because, you know, we're weird like that. All right, let's go. Let's see if this works. So jump the jump the shark activism is the topic of the day. So we're talking about jump the shark activism and let's let's watch this video and see what they're doing. They're 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 protesting what's going on in Gaza and that's not specifically what I'm calling jump the shark activism. What I'm calling jump the shark activism is where they're protesting. They're at the Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. And there you go. Uh, yeah, the kids in the window getting cancer treatments, support, and, and the Saul Kettering Cancer Center uh, supports genocide. Uh, people trying to help kids get cancer treatments are, are supporting genocide. This is jumping the shark. Absolutely freaking ridiculous to say that these that that a cancer center is supporting genocide. No, the cancer center is trying to help people deal with their cancer. Stop it. Stop being ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that they're sitting there and to, to shame pointing at at the people in the in the windows. Shame on you, you little kid in your mask. Shame on you for supporting genocide in your mask while trying to deal with your cancer. 
I mean, it's pathetic. We could, we could have conversations all day about what's going on. I've, I've talked about what goes on, what's been going on in Gaza. I've, I've criticized Netanyahu. I've criticized the indiscriminate bombing. I've criticized um, the idea that, you know, I've criticized that we shouldn't be uh, doing collective punishment in Gaza. I've criticized Netanyahu and the, and the Netanyahu administration for knowing about the damn attack for, like, what, a year and not doing anything about it. I predicted that they knew about it and that they would have let it happen because it would behoove them politically and allow them to go after them instead of, instead of just stopping it ahead of time because you know, that would be better for Netanyahu to react to something instead of preventing something. And again, I think Netanyahu should be dragged in front of the Hague. But the idea that a cancer center is supporting genocide. These people are jumping the shark. They, now, you can walk by the hospital if you want to. I mean, you could have a protest if you want to and, and protest what Israel's doing. That's fine. I have no problem with you airing your grievances in public. That's the American way. That's what we do in America. We, we, we protest what we don't like. And if you and if your protest led you by the hospital, fine. You're by the hospital. They just didn't like that. Apparently, one person I think who donated to that hospital also made a donation to something is Israel, Israeli or something. That's I think what brought them there. But to, to you're you're pointing at at the people in the hospital saying shame on you. No, it's ridiculous. Again, this, this is what I've referred to before, again, as jump the shark activism. You do things that are so crazy, so bizarre, that it just, any, anybody who, who, who takes you seriously is going to stop taking you seriously because you're going to sit here and make yourself look foolish. And that, is just, that was just absolute and utter foolishness right there. Period. And, and then look, and they say you have the, one of the signs, I guess one more thing. One of the signs that they had was cease fire now. And I, have no, I, have, I have no problem with the idea of cease indiscriminate bombing now, cease collective punishment now. And there are many things that Israel should absolutely cease now. But the idea, again, that Israel would stop everything while there's still a, a hundred hostages being held by Hamas is not a reasonable ask. Israel's not going to stop going after Hamas until all of the hostages are released. So if I had a sign that I was waving at a, at a march, I'd be like, cease indiscriminate bombing now, cease collective punishment now, Cease the shutting off of food, water, and medical supplies. Uh, cease starvation of children now. And cease fire once all hostages are returned. And that would be my sign. I don't know if all that would fit on a sign, but that would be my sign. Because it's, again, unreasonable to tell Israel that they need to stop everything while Hamas is holding a hundred hostages prisoner. I don't know. What do you think?
like and subscribe to the channel, comment down below. Thank you very much and have a good day. And no, I'm not ending the video, but I'm just, that's the way I, when I record something, that's for everybody who's new to the channel, when I record something on the channel, I, I go ahead and I just end the video. I, I record it and I include the ending to the video. So it's much easier for me to just upload it later. So see Claire, I agree. They used to watch Jimmy Dore and Kyle Kalinske. They both really jumped the shark. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Um, See, I've been communists who support Trump winning because they believe in total burn of the Republic in order for a communist Phoenix to rise in the ashes. That's, and there, are, there are plenty of people who are leftists, who I see, who have no problem with the idea of, like, they, they, they have no problem with everything burning down to the ground to start anew because they don't see the harm that it causes to people. They don't see the harm that that causes to the to to disenfranchise people, to marginalize people, to oppress people. Because a lot of the people that are in the, what I call the whiny left, because I consider myself a leftist. I consider myself a progressive. I support things like, you know, a uh, Medicare for all and universal basic income and all that good stuff. I, but I will call them the whiny left because they, they will whine about things but won't have a solution. Or, they, or, or their solution will be just to burn it all down and start anew, not realizing that the harm, or they'll blame the harm on the people who won't come to their side and vote for their guy. And they're just as bad as the Republicans during like the health care debate. They're like, you know, you need to compromise with us. Well, what's your compromise? Vote for our bill instead. That's not compromise. Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's see. Gordon Knott, uh, you had some, let's see. Uh, thank you so much for the membership. Hello, this, I must be going. Uh, later, Quan, save, save third party for 2028. Alertor called is antiquated. The Constitution was written to change with our times. Unfortunately, it wasn't written to, um, to change the Electoral College with the times. It, it's, but, it, but the founders, that's, that's an interesting point. We'll, we'll get to that in a second, even though you probably won't be here when I say it. Immediately read Project 2025, already in the pipeline. Thank you. Vote Blue Straight Ticket. Yeah. Um, the problem is like the, I, I have a idea of the electoral college, um, is that the founding, I would love to be able to like get like Thomas Jefferson, like on his deathbed, like right before he dies, like if he's alone, like bring him forward into the future and just interview him and ask him questions about how we're implementing the electoral college today and have, and, and my opinion is he'd be like, are you mad? Like, are you crazy? This is no, this is not what we had in mind. Like, because back in the day, when we, when they created the Electoral College, the biggest difference population-wise, including the calculation of three-fifths of a person if you're black, um, the population difference between like Rhode Island, I think it was the smallest population state, and Virginia was 11 times. Rhode Island was, or Virginia was 11 times larger population-wise than Rhode Island. Again, taking into consideration the fact that black people were considered three-fifths of a person in that calculation. Now, California is like 55 times larger, I think, than Wyoming. Maybe even more. Maybe, maybe it's like 70-something times larger, I think, at this point. 
I think it's now, I think, no, I think it's 70 something times larger. I th- or six, I think it's actually 69 times. Nice. I think when I did the math, I think it's, I think, I think California has 55 congressional seats or 55 electoral college seats. Or maybe it's 53 congressional seats and Wyoming has one. But I think if you did the math, it would be 69. So I think, but I think Wyoming, I think Wyoming, California's population is 69 times the size or 68 point something times the size of Wyoming. I don't think the founders would have, could have taken that into consideration. I think they would have said something like, why are you allowing a state to be that small and a state to be that big? I think they either would have said, you shouldn't allow a state to be that big or you shouldn't allow states to be that small. That was one of our biggest mistakes when, when making states was allowing states to be that small. We should have, when planning the country, when planning the country, we should not have allowed states to be that small in population. We should have grown states to have, we should have developed either developed big cities in every state to make population centers in every, in every state so that we don't just have things on the coast, that we have big cities all around so that we can have these big urban centers all over the place, or we don't allow states to be that small a population. We force them to be a certain size of population or they dissolve or merge or something into a one larger state, something like that. Because again, the difference in the electoral college and representation in the electoral college, the difference of representation in the Senate you know, again, one a vote in the Senate or the, the senatorial representation, eleven times to say, of, of in Rhode Island and Virginia. Now it's like again, like sixty times to say, in the Senate, Wyoming versus California. It's absurd. It's way too much. Easy. Uh, 69. All right, all right, all right. Giggity. Yes. California has a bigger population and GDP than what? Canada? Is that what you're trying to say? Americans have an ultra-nationalist party and a Big Ten party. It's not rocket science. Well, you know, one would hope not, but the party that's the ultra-nationalist party rejects all sorts of science, rocket or otherwise. Um Rob Saunders, Jeff, that is like my position on Israel and Gaza. I don't know enough to make a well-informed comment. I do think there needs to be a peaceful working solution. Jeff would often say the same thing, I would think. Um, Let's see. See, Jeff, same here. The way I see it, Netanyahu, uh, I think it's N-E-T-E-N Yahoo, but pretty close, is Israel's Trump. There's no perfect solution to conflict that has been going on forever. But yeah, the Netanyahu is Israel's Trump, unfortunately. Um, Cynthia from Texas, the Democratic Party is the closest we have to an altruistic party. Um, pretty much. I mean, it's, I mean, and we and, and I'm all I'm all supportive of the idea of that we need to move Congress to the left. We also need to move the Democratic Party to the left. Um, but in order to some 
the thing is, is that in order, and leftists will oppose me on this one as well, because in order to move Congress to the left, it sometimes means supporting centrists, and they won't support you on that. And that's the thing. They, they, they will fight you tooth and nail on this. I'm a pragmatic progressive on this. This is one of the things that makes me a pragmatic progressive. If, if you want to move Congress leftward, it means you have to replace like the status quo Democrats with people who are more leftist and progressive. You have to replace the centrist Democrats with people who are, who are liberals. You have to replace the, 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 the left-leaning centrist, the right-leaning centrist with, with more moderate centrists. And then you have to replace like the, the, like the more liberal Republicans with centrists. Like you have to move everybody one notch to the left. Which means, again, you have to, which means this is why, like, in, in districts like, you know, you had Quaylar in, in Texas, the, the leftists were all up in arms as to why, uh, why Nancy Pelosi was supporting Quaylar in Texas instead of Cisneros in that one district. Well, Quaylar did, like, eight points better than Biden in that district. What does that tell me? If, if Quaylar is more conservative than Biden and Quaylar did eight points better than Biden in that district, that tells me that that district is more conservative than Biden. So if Cisneros would have won that primary, Cisneros would have been unlikely to win that general election and would have lost the seat. Likely to have lost the seat. Now, the other argument to be made on that point is that they would probably, they might make the argument is that, well, maybe if Cisneros was in there in, in the election, that maybe it would have brought out more people to vote. And maybe they would have voted in the general election and pro propelled her to victory. If that's the case, prove it in the primaries. Prove that you have the votes in the primaries. If you don't have the votes in the primaries, you can't, then you can't prove that in the general election. So... Diane Russell, are there any centrist lefts? Um, Cisnero, uh, Quaylar is an example of a centrist Democrat. Um, there are a few. Again, they're not many, but there are a few. <coughs> Although Biden is is I mean I would I wouldn't call Biden a, a pure centrist. He's moved to the left of center. He's not a leftist. He's not a progressive. I mean he's probably squarely liberal at this point. Um, Every time he says, I'm a capitalist, I think he does it for political purposes, but it makes every single leftist cringe. Um, but, uh, but I mean, there are some centrists. I, I wouldn't call Manchin a centrist. I call Manchin a conservative. I don't know why he's a Democrat to begin with, but, you know, hey. Jeff, bring me some of that chili. Or at least email me the recipe for the chili so I can make it myself. <laughs> Easy E. Bernie would not win the general because he was not going to compromise enough, probably. That's the thing. Well, Bernie, and one of the things about Bernie um, is that Bernie, and one of the things that a lot of the people on the, on the left didn't understand about Bernie was that, you know, he may very, like, they, they'll use his poll numbers from May of 2016 saying, he was doing better against Trump than Hillary was in May. Well, that was May. And that was when Trump was still attacking Hillary a lot. 
do you think the poll numbers would have would have stayed the same had Bernie won the primaries and Trump then started attacking Bernie? No, they would have. Trump would have started attacking Bernie then, and maybe Bernie's numbers would have gone down, or maybe Bernie Bernie's numbers would have stayed the same. But the numbers were nationwide numbers, and we don't elect the president on nationwide numbers. We elect a president on state by state numbers. And it's possible, where were those numbers coming from? Were those numbers coming from this all of the states? Or maybe he had more support in New York, more support in California, more support in Vermont, more support in, in, in blue states. But maybe he didn't have enough support in the swing states, and maybe Trump still would have won. He just would have lost more of the popular vote, but still won. Because winning the popular vote don't mean jack or shit. So... Chris, Carla Blake, I asked one dentist if genetics had anything to do with bad teeth. He said, no, I always had a heavy tartar, so do my kids, no matter how much we brush. I mean, I, I, maybe that I would, I would get a second opinion on that one because um, my dental bills have been high because I've had lots of issues with, with some uh, one person in my family in particular. I'm not going to name names, but uh, every single time I get a new uh, – new tooth issue with that individual i'm just like Ugh. medicaid does cover dental now um well although we do have our own i did pay for dental through work even though i have medicaid dental because medicaid dental doesn't go through the dentist that i like so i'm just going to my own dent i'm paying for my own dental to go for my dentist um so, but Medicaid doesn't cover braces, which is stupid. Um, wait, I like to prepare guacaroni, avocado, mayo, pasta, and cheese. I would say my, it, my, I did put avocado into a recipe that I made that I found on TikTok, and it was actually pretty good. I don't, I, we didn't add mayo to it, though, but it, it, I put ricotta in it, not mayo. But it was really good. Um, see, Medicare for all is probably unrealistic too. Would probably take three terms to implement without just raising taxes to much higher levels. Um, well, here's the thing: Medicare for all would raise taxes on people. And that, this was one of the things that pissed me off about people like um, what was it, Matt, Chris Matthews, would piss me off so much when he was like harassing Elizabeth Warren about her Medicare for all plan or whatever, her version of Medicare for all. And he kept on asking, would it raise taxes? And yes, it would. But if you're going to raise my taxes by $500 a month for my family plan to be able to have Medicare for all, but I'm no longer going to have to pay 900 bucks in premiums and my monthly costs are going to be cheaper when it comes to co-payments, um, co-insurance, deductibles, etc. You're saving me money. What's 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 not to understand? But he was so insistent on only looking at the taxes part and not looking at the whole picture. So yes, Medicare for all is going to increase your taxes. But for a lot of people, at least, Medicare for all is would still probably 
reduce your costs if your taxes if your tax increase is less than your premiums. So, loose libertarian, we're already paying too too much in taxes we shouldn't be having to pay. That's the thing. But if like financially speaking, if you're going to tell me that I could pay five hundred six hundred dollars more a month in taxes off of my paycheck, but then not have to pay. $900 in premiums a month for my health insurance, sign me the hell up. But here's the other thing. Again, my being a pragmatic progressive, I am fine. The, the reason that Joe Biden in the last election did not run to the chagrin of progressives and leftists who are not pragmatic, did not run on, on health care for all, Medicare for all, like he wanted, like the leftists wanted him to, and whined about. Uh, they're like they're pointing at the polling data, so how popular Medicare for all was. Well, here's the problem: Biden's uh, public option that he was running on polled higher, was more popular than Medicare for all. So why wouldn't Biden run on his plan that was more popular? Why would he run on a plan that was less popular than his own plan? It was disingenuous and made no sense. So if you if you were to say, all right, give me a public option, let me buy into Medicare with the same cost that it would have cost on my taxes as a pre-tax deduction, let me buy in to Medicare, let me do that instead of buying into my employee plan and see how many people do that. Help, yeah, let me, let's, if, if I had that opportunity instead, cool, let me do that instead. Give me that option. Give me that public option. I'll be happy to do that. Welcome back, Trucker John. And then you may end up with the, with the possibility that... You know, people might end up just all opting. A lot of people might then go opt in for Medicare for all. And then it makes Medicare better. Why? Because you probably have a lot of younger people opting into Medicare. And if younger people opt into Medicare, your, your, your results because of pooling is going to be better because it's not just going to be old people now. It's going to have a lot of younger people in who are going to, you know, improve your overall pooling results. So... Open enrollment for Medicare should be an option for every American. Yeah, and that's that's what the public option should be. One of my funniest conversations that I had on Firestone one time was some guy complaining about Obamacare, but then saying he wanted to move to Canada to get their health care. I'm like, hilarious. You're funny. You are hilarious. As American, you have to go to the emergency room when you're overseas. They don't make you pay. They're like, okay, what, what, they make you pay for that over there? That's ridiculous. So, yeah. It's absurd how, how the for-profit healthcare system works in this country. What's also absurd is the amount of lies that take place over, over like, you know, the political shorthands that gets used. Political shorthand that gets used over over some of that. Um, 
because like, you know, when Obama was like, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. You know, what he meant was, if you like the plan that you have, nothing in the bill is going to force you to change plans. It doesn't mean that your plan might not go extinct because the company you have chooses to go out of business or your company, you know, chooses to choose a different plan for whatever reason, et cetera. Or, you know, if you like your doctor, you get to keep your doctor. Didn't mean, you know, your doctor is going to be in, in servitude to you for the rest of his life, you know, and we're going to keep him alive, you know, indefinitely until you, you die. So because people are disingenuous when it comes to politics. I try not to be disingenuous when it comes to politics. I try to be as, as honest and genuine as I can be when it comes to political stuff. So, <laughs> Jeff Curry, I need to sit behind Lib Dan to make gutter comments, not cuss. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, uh, that would be funny to have, it would be like, you know, when you had Obama and then you had, um, what was it, uh, Michael Keegan? behind him and you had Obama talking and then you had uh, Michael Keegan <coughs> giving the giving his version of what Obama was saying kind of like that yes everybody go subscribe to Chuck John uh, if you haven't subscribed to Chuck John go subscribe to Jeff Curry's kids channel go subscribe to HBL Radio Nation all of the friends of the show etc um, all that good stuff In Canada, the difference is that while slow, sometimes the preventive care is always available instead of the U.S. system where you only go when you are on the verge of death. Well, that was the thing. Well, the Affordable Care Act did enable you to get preventive care immediately. As long as you have insurance, you can get preventive care, and it's covered at 100% first dollar. So that was the, one of the good things about the ACA is it, is it, is it, enable, it stopped people from having to wait to go use the emergency room um, when they're on the verge of death. It, it, it enabled people to go treat their issues early. It enabled people to get preventive care first before, you know, letting their letting letting their letting them catch issues first before it became a, an issue a bad a long term issue. Um, For instance, Dan, if they had different HMOs, different doctors may not take the HMOs you're stuck with. Yeah, that's, that, that is a problem with the private HMOs. Um, sometimes it's a problem with Medicaid, though, like dental, with the Medicaid dental issue. Like, I can't use Medicaid at the dentist that I want, which is why we opted into my work dental plan last year, because I want to be able to go to my dentist, because I like my dentist. And the dentist that we kept on trying to get, we couldn't get an appointment with. So screw you. Um, <laughs> we'll just pay that on our, on our own. We'll add that to ourselves. We added vision this year. We're slowly adding into the cost. We're slowly adding up and preparing for the time when I do actually have to pay for my own health insurance again. Um, so, yeah. Let's see. mute this for a second just to make sure that this thing doesn't uh, start playing something. Oh, I did subscribe to Hang Your Hate already. Okay, that's cool. Um, very, very cool. 
Hey, Benny's back. Nice to see you, Benny. <laughs> hey, Benny's back. As soon as Benny comes back, Gibson Media makes a comment as well. Holy crap. That's hilarious. So, Dan, what were you saying? I should switch parties? Um, I don't know. It's up to you what party uh, it's up to you what party you belong to. I'm just saying, you know, the the party the party that's trying to keep you off the ticket is the party that you're running as. You know, maybe maybe that should make you reconsider your allegiances. Maybe that should make you reconsider some of your politics. If the if, if the party that you're the party that you're beholden to, um, if the party that you're if the party that I'm, I'm not saying beholden to that's that's maybe that's the wrong word. If the party that you are a member of is trying to kick you out of it, if the party that you're, you're a part of doesn't want to have you on the ticket, um, maybe that, that says something about the party that you're a member of. Maybe that says some, maybe, maybe that should have you do some reflection as, and to think about, you know, the politics that you've been a part of. Um, there are, there are liberals and leftists on the show that are that'll tell you that they don't support Biden either. So there you go. Um, you're welcome, Carla. I, I like to pay attention. I like to interact with the chat. I think it's fun. So um, so just because you want to support Biden doesn't mean you. you there, there are Democrats that don't support Biden. Clearly, uh, there are Democrats that are mad at Biden. Um, but I don't think that you know. But I don't know how conservatives can support. I mean, you said you went to religious schools, not the right word for it. You said you went to is pastoral school, the right word for it. You've, you've had religious education is the best way to put it. And, and you say, you know, I don't understand how people who have grown up or have been educated and in, in, in believe and have faith. I don't understand how they can then support um trump i don't understand why trump has such support amongst evangelicals evangelicals are it's just absurd and if you don't want open borders i don't understand why you're supporting republicans because republicans biden has asked for money for the border joe biden has asked for money for the border and the republicans have specifically said no that they don't want to give joe biden for the border because they don't want the border to get better during the Joe Biden administration, because if the border gets better during the Biden administration, then then Joe Biden's poll numbers will go up, and that will help Joe Biden win. So the Republicans want the situation on the border to get worse for the remainder of this year, at least through November, so they can have a political victory. So what, if whatever you think is going on in the border is so terrible, guess what? The Republicans have decided that they're going to make it worse through November so that they can have a political victory. Meanwhile, Biden is willing to compromise and willing to work with Republicans to, to make deals on the border, to be able to you know, improve the situation on the border, to make things better on the border, because he's willing to extend a hand and work with Republicans, because that's what he came to Washington saying he wanted to do. I thought he was naive about that because I knew that the Republicans were never going to want to work with him because the Republicans have stopped being people who would work with people ever since Obama was elected. But Biden has extended his hand many times to the Republicans saying, hey, 
Let's work together to get this done. And the Republicans are like, nope, we're not going to give you the we're not going to give you the funding on the border. We're not going to work with you on the border. We're not going to increase funding. We're not going to give funding. We would rather see the border turn the turn to absolute crap so that your poll numbers get hurt so that we can win in the fall. That's the Republican Party for you. That's the Republican Party. Carla, exactly. Just like Trump saying that if the economy bombs, he wants it to bomb during the Biden administration so that he can have a political victory. Instead of saying that he wants Instead of, instead of Trump saying, I hope the economy doesn't bomb, he says, I want the economy to bomb during the Biden administration. And he tried to do his best to have the economy bomb during the Biden administration by making sure that gas prices went up. In fact, I've even posited on a video that I shared earlier, um, like last year sometime, was that it was very well possible that Trump knew that he was going to lose, that he knew he was going to lose, and that he purposely set up this situation with the oil so that Biden would get hurt politically by making sure that once we came out of the pandemic, that demand would go up with a low, with, with artificially decreased supply so that gasoline prices would, would go up immensely and that Americans would have to be hurt in the wallet by how much they have to pay at the pump. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. That's not true, Gibson. There, there may be some individuals who do uh, fund both parties, but, but for the most part, both parties are two completely separate different things. And you should know that because one party voted to keep you on the ballot and one party voted to kick you off of it. So... Now, I've not yet discussed the arguments brought up by the Republican Party about you. Um, Now, we can talk about that privately first before I discuss that on the show. Um, Shoot me an email about that. I want to have an email discussion with you about that first. Um, It's been talked about in news articles, um, but I'd like to have a discussion with you about that first. Um, and probably to the chagrin of of the people, to some of the people who listen, I, I would like to talk to you on the phone about that at some point later in time, not necessarily soon, but at some point later in time, once the whole situation reserves that, because I know that they're, I know that they're appealing to the state board or whatever, see what the state board has to say, let you work out all of your problems with that first before you come on the show to talk about that again, let it all finish it up. Um, <laughs> Aaron, the dog growled at the Trump clip. You have a smart dog, Aaron. That's funny. Um, see, Gibson, I stand for Jesus and the blood he shed for the world so you could be safe from sin. Then you shouldn't be voting for Trump. You shouldn't be supporting Trump because Trump is the grabbing by the hoo ha guy. Like, Trump is the, is the last person that people should be supporting if, 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 if you're a believer in Christ. 
I mean, I'm saying this as a Jewish person, so maybe I'm not as well versed in the New Testament as uh, as as others might be. But my best understanding as a as a Jewish person is that uh, such things are frowned upon in the Christian religion. <laughs> You know, let's see if it works again. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. <laughs> oh, the state board ruled in your favor, too? I must have pissed off your local Republicans. <laughs> Look, and I think you should be on the ballot. Regardless, as long as you're legally entitled to be on the ballot, let the voters have their say. Let the voters have their say. As long as you're legally entitled to be on the ballot. Let, let let the voters have their say. Let them know. Let them let them have all all the facts. Let them have their say. Boom, there you go. I agree with the Democrats in your in your uh, in your in your district. So what I miss? Well, Trump stands and holds a Bible upside down in front of a church, and then says that he wants the but before he walks to the church to hold the Bible upside down to talk about religion or whatever, he then tells the people that he wants to be able to, you know, use the police to beat the crap out of the protesters, right? I mean, that's because that's the Christian thing to do. Um, Trump called himself the chosen one. His followers were his mark, his mark among their forehead and telling 30,573 documented lies in four years can surely coronate you as the prince of lies. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the voters don't need political party babysitters to keep people they don't like off the ballot. That's true, but there's still there's still some there's still some qualifications that you know do keep people off ballots. Like you know, if you're Seven, my 15-year-old can't run for president because the Constitution prohibits 15-year-olds from running for president. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger can't be on the ballot because the Constitution prohibits uh, naturalized people. Cenk Younger of the Young Turks, who says that he should be able to be on the ballot, is not going to be on the ballot uh, because the courts are going to rule against him because he is a naturalized citizen and not a natural-born citizen, and as such, he shouldn't be allowed on the ballot because the Constitution prohibits him from being on the ballot and you know um, somebody who is a citizen born abroad who has not lived here for 14 years is not allowed to be on the ballot and that's the constitution says that and you know insurrectionists shouldn't be on the ballot either and it will ultimately fall uh, to the Supreme Court uh, to determine whether or not um, whether or not uh, Donald Trump is going to be allowed to be on the Colorado ballot or what have you. Ultimately, I think the Supreme Court will side with with Donald on that one. I think the Supreme Court will make the arguments that I made on Monday, that on the video that I posted on Tuesday. So, he can't even quote any scriptures who Trump can probably be like, Judge Breast not ye be judged. Oh, it is not breast, is it? 
Um, real Christians don't follow the guy calling himself the chosen one who also lies in record numbers. True. Um, didn't Cenk say he's just adding as a, acting as a placeholder? I mean, he has said that, but he also says he believes he should be able to be on the ballot. Like he has said, he he has said he hasn't said I really am not eligible. To, he hasn't said I know I'm not eligible to be in a ballot, but I'm going to be here as a placeholder for somebody who should be here. He has said I believe I'm eligible to be president because I believe the Fourteenth Amendment overrides the natural born citizen clause. But I'll be a placeholder if somebody else wants to take my place. That's that's what he said. So he's still stupidly wrong about the whole him being qualified. He's not qualified. Um, Let's see what, if they side with Trump, I think you will see challenges to Dobbs. What do you mean? If who sides with Trump, if the Supreme court sides with Trump, you'll see challenges to Dobbs with what? Um, Sad part of it is we have a really good conservative MP in our what? In our writing? I can't vote for him because of the leader. Um, Republicans paid Kanye to take votes from Democrats in 2020. It still didn't work. I uh, wonder if Jack Smith is waiting for congressional insurrectionists to, insurrectionists to be voted for out before challenging or filing charges on them. I don't know. I mean... It's an interesting argument. I don't know. I mean, Madison Cawthorn was voted out. Uh, was Madison Cawthorn an insurrectionist? I don't know. Hey, Jeff Curry. Um, I don't know if you've missed anything. Chenk wants Marianne Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> She's a nut just like him. I mean, Chenk and, Chenk and Anna have both jumped the shark as well with with their support of the ruling that eliminated um, affirmative action and with their turfdom. So, yes, thank you, Aaron. No threats. Um, Bowert will be voted out in the primary. That, that would be interesting to say. I, I can't wait for that. Funny thing is, like, you know, she moves – she, she 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 moves to the other district to help make sure that her first district or her original district doesn't lose to Democrats. And it'll be funny if she if she then paints both districts and Democrats win both districts. That would be amusing. Um, Wish who rubbed the bottle again? I don't know. I need a I need a bottle. I need I need the genie. I'm a genie in the bottle. Got to rub me the right way. Oh wait, that's that's wrong wrong thing. Um, <laughs> anywho, I'm surprised with uh, I think uh, what was it the Texas Democrat? Uh, he had said his power went out. I'm like. 
are y'all looking for Ted Cruz in Cancun again because some power went out in Texas because of ERCOT is terrible? So, anyway, I believe that this shall be the uh, – we're, we're closing up towards the end of the show. I think I've run out of planned topics today. Wait, Bo- Boobert needs one more term for lifetime benefits. She's desperate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to live off that the government teat, uh, especially when you're coming from white trash Camelot. So, Chris, I hope I had your optimism. I really wish I had your optimism that Trump won't win. I don't believe that our country is smart enough to reject him. I, I just don't. I think that we have so many people, so many of the whiny left who are just too, too, too whiny about Biden and who don't are not remembering, you know, the horribleness of that was Donald Trump and aren't going to stand up against the dictator who don't understand that all of this BS coming with Dobbs v. Jackson is going to be just exemplified and amplified uh, because of um, because of, you know, Trump and another Trump term is just going to give us more of the same. We're going to get more horribleness like that. And it's going to be a continued war on marginalized people. And the, the whiny left just doesn't seem to care. So, anywho. But this is the end of today's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I will be back Monday, unless there's any big stories that take place. If there's a big story that comes up, I will, of course, announce it on Twitter. And on, I'll post it on YouTube and come back. Um, please again, remember if you haven't yet followed me on Twitch, create a Twitch account. If you haven't already done so go to twitch.tv slash liberal radio, and please make sure to get that following uh, so we can get, I only need 22 more followers now. So get that so we can get up to 50 so I can become an affiliate over there. Um, buy me cider, click liberal, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me cider button. You can demo me liberal Dan, uh, like videos on here, subscribe, share, etc. Um, otherwise we'll be back Monday same time 8pm central liberaldayandradio.com and twitch.tv slash liberaldayandradio for more talk from the left that's right